Hello, friends. Welcome back. My name is Octavia, and this is my astrology podcast. Thanks so much for being here with me. I know it's been a very intense week as we have had the moon and Mars enter into the sign of Aries, and I in this episode... I'm going to be describing um, some of what has unfolded and in relation to the United States natal chart. And as a result of these influences um, and because this new moon is happening on the United States uh, natal Uranus um, in Gemini, that this is a pressure point in my home country that will indeed we will be feeling the ripple effect worldwide so I'm going to speak a bit about that Uh, obviously Mercury is going direct um, as some of you may have heard as of Friday uh, on June 3rd and we're also over the weekend having Venus enter into Taurus her uh, home sign and um, so there are some good things here to we can feel into and enjoy and uh, move through these coming days and weeks ahead. So I hope that um, in this episode we um, that I'm able to give you some insights into how to, how to align with this energy in a way that Um, really focuses on a sense of self-responsibility for how we feel. And from that place of uh, being self-responsible in our feelings, in our our humanness, and all the ways that that shows up, um, that we can keep our hearts open and we can keep a sense of peace within us. Now is a good enough time as any to say that I will be traveling back to the U.S., Um, in the coming weeks and so I have really been sitting with so many things in relation to what is happening over there and what I've experienced here in Australia during my um, time here that I've been incredibly fortunate to have uh, for the last six years and I haven't been home since 2019 to the U.S. so I am uh, very much looking forward to it, but that is also, I feel as if I am traveling back to a very different country than I left, Um, and I imagine that is the case for most countries uh, in the last couple of years, two, three years, so I think that what's happening uh, in the U.S., in response to many uh, things that are occurring there that are gravely important and need addressing is um, there is a clash of this old world tribal mentality of scarcity, of there not being enough to go around, of um, fear of the other. Uh, You know, the United States has a stellium in uh, so uh, several planets in the sign of cancer in its eighth house of shared resources so it's like this hyper protective uh mechanism uh like i was on the phone with my bank the other day i have an account in a bank in the united states and um 
it's unbelievable what they tell me. Uh, you know, I, I've lived in Australia for six years and I was purchasing um, a plane ticket to the US, um, to my hometown. And um, my card got flagged and I called them. It's very difficult to call them uh, because of the time difference. And they say on the, you know, automated thing, world-class service. Um, but, you know, it's our priority. But then every time I try to make a purchase over here using my card, I have to call them, get an after hours number. They can offer a very limited amount of support. And I say to them, is this really, is this a priority world-class service? Because this feels like American service is the priority. Um, and it's just been really eye-opening for me to witness uh, from the outside looking in uh, just the difficulty um, in being not in America, even though I am American, North American, um, I am from the U.S., but, you know, I consider myself a foreigner. Um, I am an immigrant, really. Uh, I'm in Australia. I've been here for six years. I feel like this is home. I also feel like, you know, there's a part of me that identifies, um, you know, the U.S. as home. So, these are, you know, and, and perhaps it's just in my nature to be able to move between realms. I think that is something that I have the ability to do um, a little bit more easily. Uh, it just It's just something that's inherent in me to do. Um, but it's very plain to see that I live in a world that is not really um, designed for that. And it doesn't really make it easy to do that. So when I hear things about how um, illegal immigrants in the United States are getting all these benefits, um, I can tell you, even as a white American in a developed country in Australia, it is there is nothing easy about it. Even if you're doing it the legal way, if you're following all the rules, it is still incredibly challenging. And if people are in the U.S. Um, who have not gone through that process, I can guarantee you their life is a living hell every day. I can guarantee you they do not have any time or space or ability to feel secure, to relax, to know what is coming. Um, so I think that it's just... Um, been very humbling for me to experience this and to understand that um, the human element is what we must all keep alive within ourselves and within our interactions because I think some of the loudest people, most prominent people in the U.S. who are the most vocal do not represent the U.S. as a whole, the majority. And um, I know as a um, as a as an American and as a woman and as a queer person and as a human being on this planet um, with a civilization and um, with a connection to this civilization on this planet, um, I think that it is essential that we remember our ability to choose to stay connected 
with our humanity through each other because that is what will overcome this um, petty divisiveness, this insensitivity to uh, our the nature of our being, the nature of um, life having value because human life is valuable. I don't care who you are, where you are, or what your status is. Loss of life is tragic. End of story. And there has been enough of that. And it is time for us to celebrate what it means to be alive and what it means to share humanity on this planet with each other. Mars in Aries is concerned only about winning and attaining and conquering. It's about decisiveness and precision and um, beginning something and finding the edge of something and penetrating. I mean, it's all very, um, you know, it's quite <laughs> literal uh, masculine stuff. But, you know, we all have all these influences that live within us is what I want to stress here and not stress, but emphasize and um, in a loving way that if we can find this integration of masculine and feminine, because I wanted to say that we've gone from this eclipse in Scorpio with the personal planets, as I said, in the signs that they don't function well in. And now as of tomorrow, as of, well, whenever you're listening to this, so that it'll be Sunday, May 29th, Venus will be in Taurus, um, where the sign, one of the signs that she rules uh, once Venus goes into Taurus, um, we'll have Venus in the sign she rules, Mars in the sign that Mars rules, and Mercury will soon enter, re-enter Gemini in the sign that it rules. It's just going to feel easier to do the things that we know we're ready to do. And we also, on Sunday the 29th, um, Mars is conjoining Jupiter. Now, we all would have been feeling this through Wednesday of this week. This past week, um, up in this culmination on Sunday, the 29th, and you'll likely see it in the news as well. Um, again, that shooting in Texas happened um, on the Wednesday. Um, I mean, it was almost within hours of that ingress of the moon and Mars into the sign of Aries. Um, and I wanted to provide an example here that was probably the one, the most moving and um, beautiful response that I've seen thus far to um, the shootings in in Texas. Steve Kerr, the Golden State Warriors head coach, said, and again, Aries is, you know, competition, winning, it's very much associated with sports. Um, and particularly these two um, beautiful men that I think have really uh, allowed themselves to take account take responsibility for how they feel so i'll just um share here what um steve kerr this coach has said um he refused to speak about basketball ahead of game four of the warriors series against the dallas mavericks instead raising his voice as he railed against gun violence in the wake of tuesday's shooting he says here, in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo, and we've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California. 
Now we have children murdered at school, Kerr told reporters at the start of the press conference. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to devastated families that are out there. I'm tired of moments of silence. Enough. And this word, enough, is what I think is, I just have chills. Um, I have chills right now as I read this, and I had chills when I read it the first time, because this is the word that I think we need to have an inquiry around what is enough for us as individuals and where is our enough. Here we have Gabe Kapler, the manager of the Giants, saying, I don't plan on coming out for the anthem going forward until I feel better about the direction of our country. Here he's told reporters that he's going to forego the pregame national anthem moving forward. Let's see, he, he actually wrote something on his website sharing his thoughts um, where he questions the country's leadership and whether it's committed to representing its people's best interests and whether the U.S. is truly the land of the free and the home of the brave. Kapler wrote about his disillusionment with what he called the lack of the lack of delivery of the promise of what our national anthem represents. He goes on to say, I am not okay with the state of this country. I wish I hadn't let my discomfort compromise my integrity. I wish that I could have demonstrated what I learned from my dad, that when you're dissatisfied with your country, you let it be known through protest. The home of the brave should encourage this. Now, I think that what um, he has said here in questioning the land of the free and the home of the brave, I think that this is a very important inquiry that is a commendable um, question to raise at this point and in fact is uh, incredibly patriotic, incredibly um, honest and caring and loving and um, you know it really stands for what the United States is about and I want to uh, show you guys a clip here of something that is quite the opposite of this, just for the sake of example, so that we can see this range of Aries, particularly with Chiron and Aries, and the um, conjunction that we are having with Mars and Jupiter in Aries, where the, um, whether the projection, so if there is a wounded part, a, um, you know, the, the, because, with this coach, this this with Gabe Kepler, it's there's no ego involved. He is, has no agenda um, because he's simply speaking from his heart. He's speaking from what he knows of honor as a man and what he knows of his country and what he learned from his father and so forth. And uh, it's very plain to see the difference here. Um, I don't have to explain it to you all. 
Um, but this is a great example of the higher octave of the Aries influence. And then the wounded projected um, lower vibration of the Aries influence. And this is where we can really see the unfortunate, um, you know, the, the way that this delusion, um, this wounded masculine, dark masculine can manifest. It's only happened in your country. I really think that's what many people around the world just, they cannot fathom. Why only in America? Why is this American exceptionalism so awful? You know, I'm sorry you think American exceptionalism is awful. I think I, this I think, aspect, I think, I think this I, aspect you know of it. You get your political agenda. No, it's God, honestly, God love you. Senator, it's no, not. I just I, want I, to understand I, why you do not think that guns are the problem. Why, you know what? Mass shooting. But you can't answer that. Can, you can't answer that, can you say? You can't answer that. Why you know, is this country? Why is it that people come from all over the world to America? Because it's the freest, most prosperous, safest country on earth. It may be the freest, it may be the most popular. We can see here that the United States indeed is in its own identity crisis. So I'm just going to pull up the chart here and just point out a few more things that are worth noting. Okay, so this new moon is um, happening at 9 degrees Gemini, and I wanted to speak for a moment here um, about the relationship that this new moon has both to the United States chart, the Sibley chart, and also to um, the what we're going to experience later this year. In August, Mars will enter Gemini and it will be retrograde there. So Mars will be having an extended stay in Gemini. And as we can see here, this is where the natal Mars resides in the United States. So the natal chart for the U.S. is called the Sibley chart here. So we can see here, this is the new moon happening at nine degrees of Gemini. And here is the United States Uranus here at eight degrees. And so this is a pressure point because as we know, the U.S. is in its Pluto return. Here's Pluto in the sky. The U.S.'s Pluto is at 27 degrees, 33 seconds. We've got Saturn on the United States uh, moon, natal moon here, just two degrees away. So we've got quite a bit here stacked up. There's also Chiron is um, inching toward a return here for the U.S., which is also significant. So there's a lot of old themes coming up in the U.S. There is a lot of conflict. There is a lot of um, issues with um, legislation, with infrastructure, with voting, uh, with the media, of course. And we can just have a look here at this is Neptune in the U.S. chart at 22 degrees in a square to Mars. Now, this is... Um, I think what a lot of the uh, media, a lot of the um, sort of delusion around the details of what is significant, for example, 19 children, 18, 19 being killed, and the emphasis being on a door, um, this is the sort of detail that is a bit not of this world, right? Because... Um, Virgo is a sign that deals with refinement and details, and Neptune is not of this world. But there is this interesting um, paradox here 
where there is an emphasis on um, the details that really are not essential that are being um, shared here for some other reason, right? Some other motivation, whatever that may be. We can also take note here and see that there is a trine happening 22 degrees north node in Taurus with Neptune in um, the U.S.'s chart. And um, the U.S. is having to do some soul searching here. You know, uh, there's no question that's doesn't take uh, an expert to observe that. So, and lastly, I just wanted to mention too that Neptune in Pisces is also opposing the U.S.'s Neptune. So there is a lot of confusion. There is a lot of delusion um, here uh, because in, additionally, Neptune here at 25 degrees of Pisces is in a trine to Mercury here in the U.S.'s chart in Cancer. So there is a lot that's being said that is being said in ways that are um, that are being spread, you know, Pisces, you know, when Pisces is involved with communication, it can mean broadcast, it can mean widespread media, um, you know, and again, Neptune is deceitful. It can be, it's not always, but in this case, we are seeing uh, the effects of these nonetheless. So because we've got this new moon happening here um, on the U.S.'s Uranus, this is significant. I wanted to highlight this. We all have the ability to make choices in this life. And I wanted to provide an example here as a historical reference of how this astrology, um, you know, there are certain patterns in history. And here we have the U.S.'s uh, Sibley chart, the, of course, July 4th, 1776. And we have on the um, outside here, the start of the Civil War in South Carolina. Okay. Now, here again, we've got a conjunction happening in Gemini. Uh, we've got Uranus. There was a Uranus return at just at uh, the U.S.'s Uranus here at 8 and 9 degrees, and, and Mars came together with Uranus here. Uh, and so this is a pressure point, this uh, area of the chart for the United States, and any Mars-Uranus activity here, and um, this is obviously when the Civil War began. And there was a lot of um, confusion around this time. There was a lot of mixed messages. There was a lot of fear and overreactions. So I think it is important for us to take pause in these moments where there are a lot of inflated agendas to slow down and understand that we do have a choice here. Um, and we can see as well in this chart that this is the um, the sun and uh, Venus, where Venus was on her way to conjoin the sun, the sun on top of the wounded warrior here, Chiron in Aries, which is what we have currently. Um, and this is the kind of Tucker Carlson, um, Ted Cruz uh, mode of being, of there's never enough you know, for all of us. And we have to be afraid of people who are not like us. And we, you know, um, 
we have to exert our power in ways that is detrimental for others because we indeed feel powerless. Now, the other thing to note here is that here we can see Mercury was conjoining Neptune in Pisces. And this is where we need to take pause and note because, again, Mercury is opposing Neptune. Now, Mercury in uh, Pisces does not function well. Neptune in Virgo does not function well. So this is a clearly issue, an issue with communicating here in this realm. Um, and obviously, this is where things are getting hot. This is where things are getting activated. And this is where the confusion is happening, this opposition. So, and this is where it's all releasing. So we have this sort of setup here. And I just wanted to highlight it because we always have a choice in how we move forward. And it, as you move forward, as we get closer, as we get closer to August, when Mars will enter Gemini, this new moon is ushering in a time um, when we will uh, begin to see some of these themes emerge. Uh, because again, we have Neptune in Virgo opposing Neptune in Pisces, and we have the sun and moon here at nine degrees on Uranus. And again, later this year, uh, we will have Mars here in Gemini for several months and into 2023. And in 2025, we will have Uranus. So here's Uranus now. Uranus will enter Gemini. So we have the next three years, um, 23, 24, well, two, and, two years and some change, uh, two and a half, to decide what we want it to be like, um, as particularly in the U.S. And because the U.S. is so influential, this isn't just going to be isolated to um, to that to that country. It's this is going to have a ripple effect across the world. All right, that's going to do it for this one. Thanks again for tuning in and stay safe, well, and wise.